Welcome to the eighth episode of FR Racing's Garage Talk. I'm DJ Flook. I am Eric Richardson. We've got a special surprise for the end of the show, and we'll go ahead and, and blow that, but we've got some Jepsons Malort. Yeah, try it if you haven't yet. It's fun. Absolutely. It's it's, a, it's an enjoyable experience. Um, One you won't forget. Yes, a lot to talk about. Uh, Formula One, I did not wake up for it this week, but it looks like this is going to be the last uh, French Grand Prix for a while, maybe. I mean, at least for a year or more. Yeah, you know, I only got in halfway through that race and watched, I think, the last 25 laps. I didn't catch too much of it this week. It's just Sunday morning on the West Coast. Those A lot of them start at like 5, 4, 5, sometimes 6 a.m. It's hard. I, I won't lie. It's it's hard to motivate myself to wake up at 6 a.m. to watch Max Verstappen win every week or almost every week. Uh, I won't. I won't. Uh, but hey, you know, off to Hungary. Um, Ferrari let's had a tough it. week. For, yeah, let's see if Ferrari Again. has better luck. Leclerc it's, Clara it's, crashes out. Questionable pit strategy from signs. It's it's always one of the two of them. It seems like if you know one's having a good run, the other one, you know, car you know signs car catches on fire. This week it was Cha Leclerc, my favorite name in the world to say right now. Uh, just eating it. And I mean, you could see afterwards the cameras followed him for a while and you could see he was just so mad at himself uh, over that. Uh, even though I didn't watch it, I mean, it just that was what they focused on is he was just so upset after that. But hey. And so hungry other, next week. Other, this other, other note, this is the first time all season that both Mercedes end up on the podium. Yes, they had a good day. Uh, so that's that you know it's been a rough year for them it's just you know they had so much dominance and then it just can't quite figure it out this year but it seems like i just i i wonder how much is the new cars that came out this year too and just trying to figure them out yeah it, it definitely seems seems that way but i i just i have this hunch that It'll probably be Lewis Hamilton. They they just keep getting closer and closer every week. That I think they're one of them will win, and it will. My prediction is probably Lewis Hamilton. Just I can see that. Russell's been very consistent, though. He has. He has. Be fun to see. He, uh, you know, the only reason his top five streak ended is because he, he got out of his his car it's to uh, help a fellow racer. Yeah. Yeah. And. But otherwise, he probably would have finished top five there. Um, oh, yeah. There was sure. enough time to catch up. So moving on to NASCAR. Well, had... Before we move oh. on, interesting news coming. Today. Oh, yeah. I almost, you know, I brought it up and then I forgot to mention it. Yeah. Sebastian Vettel announcing retirement. He had some really dominant runs. What was it? 2010 to twenty. 2010 to 2013, I think it was. Yeah, he was always up there. Yeah, and I think he won those. There was, I want to say, it was four years in a row he won with Red Bull. I mean, he was just yeah. top of his game for a really long time, and it's just it's it's unfortunate that you know this year hasn't gone great for him. But yeah, still. team change, and here you go. He's he's a legend. I mean, there's no doubt about for that. Sure. He's, he's he's a legend of the sport. He will be missed. And great driver. And uh good good ambassador for the sport too. 
Um, he's, he's been very vocal with a lot of, uh, a lot of things that it may have been, you know, uh, unpopular to say, but probably a lot of them needed to be say, but you know, he seems like a good that. dude. Yep. He seems like a good dude. Uh, I guess congratulations see, on the retirement. We'll see if he finds a role in formula one somewhere, or if he just kind of steps away from racing. Yeah. That'll be interesting to see. Um, NASCAR though. Well, so much wow. to unpack there. Wow. I, you know, before we get into the, the drama involving the race, I mean, there's in-race drama, there's post-race drama. Just isn't me. It just seemed like Pocono would be just a fun race experience to, to go to. Like, it's just, you're out in the mountains of Pennsylvania. There's literally nothing else around other than just trees. I, yeah, it it just looks reminds like reminds me of Talladega. There's the track. Yeah, it, it's just That's you're in the, the woods and the mountains of Pennsylvania, of eastern Pennsylvania. It just it looks like that would be something to go do. A, that would be a really fun weekend. Yeah, it would be. And it's such a unique track, a mm. triangle of all shapes. What turn? And all four three turns are, are different. Yeah, what turn four painted on? Uh, well, when you had what Jeff Burton keep talking about turns three and four. <laughs> It's a fun race. Uh, it was. And uh, Hamlin and Ross Chastain had their uh, their run in. I, and yeah. I, I wouldn't say it was. It wasn't dirty. I mean, you, you expect when the two of them were going to get together, Hamlin would send them packing. Yeah, maybe uh, ran but, a half line up and yeah. really made that outside line. Um, he, he made it uncomfortable for him for very sure. small. I, I wouldn't say it was a dirty move or a deliberate move, but yeah, it was, that was a veteran move. I guess is the yeah, best way to he put it. He raced him hard and took away space. And Unfortunate though for Kevin Harvick. Yeah. Yeah. He happened to just you know, get caught, getting up, caught in up in that. It's That's unfortunate. He had a good run going. Bummer for him. He was lurking. And how about Ty Gibbs filling in for Kurt mm-hmm. Busch getting yeah. his NASCAR debut? And he'll uh, looks like he'll get another shot this week because it looks like I think I read today Kurt Busch will be uh, has to sit out another week. Which you you remember years back, probably not that long ago, that Dale Junior missed a pretty decent chunk of time because he was having concussion problems. Yeah, and I'd much rather see Kurt get healthy here, and he's still got a few weeks before the playoffs start, so. Yeah. Yeah, Hopefully he, he gets better here soon. Yeah, and I mean, you know, you don't want your... He's in the twilight of his career. I don't think we're saying anything outrageous there. I mean, he's he's got to be in early 40s now, by now. Yeah, I think at best 38, 39, but I think he's early Kyle, 40s. Because Kyle Busch is our age. His younger brother's our age. Like, literally, almost, like we're all like born roughly around the same time. Um, so, and Kurt's a few years older. I just don't know how much older, but yeah, hopefully, you know, best wishes to him. Hopefully he, uh, you know, he gets better soon. can get back safely, get back in the car. Yeah. We'll see how Ty does in a road course here. He had a great run, what 15th or something. Uh, Just a goal to go out and run. I don't even know anymore because of uh, all the shifting that happened. Yeah. It's all moved around now. Yeah. So, So. Three cars get DQ'd this weekend or this past weekend. Did they DQ the, the McDowell car or did they just penalize him? Um, maybe it was just penalized. I know it was a heavy Oof. the hundred thousand dollar fine to crew chief, hundred points, hundred um, I mean, manufacturer your, points. 
Yeah, that was a harsh fine. Book. And I, I've seen numerous people post about this. I mean, it, McDowell is not, you know, Front Row Motorsports is not a big team. A $100,000 fine might might cause them to go belly up. I mean, it it's that that's brutal for them. You know, if this was Hendrick, if this was, you know, Gibbs or, or you know, one of the other big teams, hundred thousand dollars, eh, whatever, but yeah, for, for a small Gibbs. team like that, yeah, for a team like that, that's brutal. On the other hand, team Gibbs, uh, they've got their own issues to worry about as we, we learned. Yeah. They uh, finished one, two, and then we found out a few hours later that not anymore. Hold on, hold on there. 35 and 36. And so, basically some packing tape from what i gathered yeah it's it's it was a little piece of packing tape but it was covering holes i mean nascar has been fairly vague about this i mean usually they would have i would think they'd have some kind of like okay here's the violation here's what they did and have some kind of animation and showing okay by them covering you know and i don't know if this is actually what's going to end up happening i'm i'm this is pure speculation here but you, know, you you show an animation of the car, you have your opening, you show the tape covering and you show the airflow and how it's impacted. And, and, you know, you get some, somebody to come on and say, well, you know, this could shave off X, you know, hundreds of a second per lap in, in savings and make the car that much faster and give them an unfair advantage. Based on the severity, you have to assume it would be something like that. But we've, as far as I know, we've heard absolutely nothing other than there was a piece of tape on the, you know, the front fascia of the car that was covering yeah, some holes. Pretty, it'll be fun to hear the pre-race shows and stuff this week leading into the weekend to see what they have to say. So change, change of pace here. Since everybody's going to the same place this weekend, update. let's update IndyCar and then we can, you know, back to back, we've got NASCAR, IndyCar, Indianapolis. But IndyCar, Iowa, back-to-back days a lot of fun um the iowa race looked like it was a lot of fun it looked pretty packed uh high v it's done a lot for indycar i mentioned that last week they uh and it sounds like they're pretty happy with how the the event turned out i don't think the tv ratings were all that great which shouldn't surprise anyone uh yeah i watched the better part of both races it's some really good racing they were both <laughs> a lot of fun to watch That's- I want on, on Saturday, Jimmy Johnson thinking he's still driving a stock car <laughs> that outside line, uh, making his own line and just causing the uh, the booth to just absolutely cringe with some of the moves he's making. And he got through. It was just, oh, he did spin once. He did, yeah, but that was like right away. He he bounced yeah, that was back early and ended up fighting back. Got off sequence and lucky caution and he was able to hang out there and ended up 11th first day and he didn't he finish fifth on sunday yeah sunday he had a career best fifth place finish and yeah, they he... were talking he was racing the points leader marcus Harris erickson really hard and they're like why is he doing that the team should be like no let him get points <laughs> uh, they let him run yeah. and you know he made that outside work yeah, he did. Uh, it was an I, impressive drive. They, they were joking around on Sunday that they said that Jimmy got finished, left the track, and went to bed, while the other drivers were sitting there with their iPads, just watching how Jimmy was driving that outside line that he was making up. And 
I, I didn't watch the Sunday race that close. Did any of the other drivers try to mimic that behavior on Sunday? I think they still stayed fairly conservative. I think some were moving up into the outside and making some things happen, um, but not to the extent that Johnson just stayed there. That was, it was a courageous, <laughs> courageous to say the least. Yeah, um, either say he's crazy or genius, but great run on Sunday for him. Yeah, for so sure. Congrats to that. And so, uh, one jo- big note, Joseph Newgarden. I think you were going to yeah. mention him. He, he won Saturday, Sunday. His car broke. He wrecked. And then after the race, he, uh, I guess, was walking out of his uh, his hauler and uh, and fainted, um, basically. Yeah, ended up hitting his head, opened up a wound. He got airlifted to hospital in Des Moines. But good news, he is in Indianapolis. Um, he is slated for practice tomorrow or later today, today, somewhere, but he does need to be cleared. So, yeah, we'll it, see. It, yeah. And, uh, did you see Kyle Larson volunteered to fill in for him this weekend? <laughs> hey, you know, that's a great point. There could be some unique things possible because nascar and indycar are at the same track i it's just i i i really like this weekend i mean it's you know it's kind of a bummer they're not on the you know at least the nascars aren't on the oval um but i'm interested to see how they handle the road course yeah and they had that uh, that. yeah it was some some drama last year with with the track and uh so we've got what is it? Xfinity and IndyCar Saturday, Cup Series Sunday. Is that correct? I believe so. I know and IndyCar then, Saturday, Cup yeah, Sunday. Yeah, I think Xfinity should be Saturday. Yeah, I think Xfinity runs before, if I remember correctly. But um, and then Friday night, actually, the trucks are going to be just down the road at IRP. So, yep. um, truck. We news, just we had an experience yeah. there. Yeah, we just had an experience there, but we don't typically talk trucks, but Camping World has announced they are no longer sponsoring the series after this year, uh, which is an interesting move. So a lot of people are upset with the truck series. Um, I can see why. Yeah, I haven't it's, followed too much. It, it seems like, you know, and then I was, again, I love reading Twitter just to hear all the just thoughts, whether they're, you know, whether there's merit or not. Well, one of the first things I saw was that the truck series has turned into a bunch of entitled kids who will wreck half the field just to get a win, uh, where, you know, you had in the 90s, you know, you had Ron Hornaday and Jack Sprague and some of those other drivers. And it was it was it is it is a different series than it was 20 years ago. But then again, you could argue so is the Cup Series. It's not. Yeah. And, not you the know, same if you either. look at the ages of some of those trucks that are running they're not your 24 to 28 year olds they're 17 18 19 20 years old yeah it's a completely different mentality yeah and then um todd bodine todd bodine yeah yeah ran his his final race and i'm just like i didn't realize he was still racing and i saw him getting out of his car and giving everybody a hug when he was done and i'm like who is that guy he looks familiar and then like that's todd bodine yeah, we watched him racing when we were in high school. Yeah, I was just like, this guy's been around forever. Uh, but I, I, how old is he? He's got to be 50 at least. Uh, Bodine, we're looking this up. 
58. Uh, yeah. 58. Man. Good for him. One, uh, yeah, the racing series, they've changed. It's not what it used to be. Younger drivers, some are staying around a lot longer. They don't get as much time in the trucks as they probably should. And like you look at, um, just throwing a name out here, like Hallie Deegan, for example, people, she has not had a great season in the truck, but people who defend her are saying, well, she doesn't get a lot of time. There's not a lot of practice. It's You don't get a lot of time in the trucks. You don't get a lot of test sessions. And its question is, shouldn't they be? You would think like, you know, this is a high level series under the NASCAR banner that's, you know, a lot of times at the same weekend as your cup series, wouldn't you think they would, you know, do a little bit more with driver development, especially when you've got now 17, 18, 19 year old kids? Like it's not, you know, Ron Hornaday, who's probably was in his 40s when he was done racing trucks, probably. Yeah, he was around a long time and just solid. But, you know, it kind of goes into that question, too, that we talked with IndyCar last week about broadcasting on Peacock. NASCAR yeah. is kind of in the same way. They're not developing, and I think they're losing a lot of viewers as uh, well. They're, they're having kind of an identity crisis. And we we need to probably take another episode to discuss this more in depth, but, like, We'll they're do that trying. next week. Yeah, we'll we'll do that next week. But I mean, in in summary, like they're, you know, they're trying. You know, they have this stereotype that it's this good old boy southeastern U.S. Because for the longest time, that's where they raced. They were in Virginia. They were in the Carolinas. They go down to Daytona, and that was it. And then it started branching out and becoming a more, you know, nationwide sport. Yep. And. They're trying to bring everybody in, but you hear people that are watching Formula One like I'm not watching that redneck racing, and and you know it's not. I mean, there's yes, there are redneck people who still follow NASCAR. A lot of the drivers kind of fit that bill, but they're they're trying to expand. At the same time, they're alienating that southeastern crowd, and they're just trying to grow. I mean the. You know, with this Chicago street race, they took Road America off of the schedule, and a lot of the fans were really upset about that. And I don't blame them. But yeah, yeah. that'll be a fun one to dig into more next week. Yeah, we'll 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 dig into that next time. But Wednesday night dash, we have finished our seventh race of the season. Next week is our finale in Phoenix. But we went to Bristol this week. It was yeah. not not as drama filled as I expected it to be. I mean, it was still good. I think there was a lot of good racing in there. Yeah, um, there was some good couple, race. couple incidents in there as, as expected. Um, hey, you know, it, I, I got spun twice. Yeah. And it uh, took me out of contention there. <laughs> but, hey, congrats to Colton Gardner. Yeah. Wow, man, he a, in the race. Great, great, great run. Um, you know, he led probably 75% of the laps just about. And yeah, he, he had a great run. Um, Caden was second. He just continues on his, his dominant streak and, and Justin Neves finished, uh, finished third. Yeah, just and, a steady, quiet driver in Justin. Yeah. Justin. And uh, yeah, he, like he was out there and he's cruising. He had a 
couple of bumps he mentioned that he, he bumped into some people, but yeah, he just kind of quietly goes among his business and, and he just, you know, you look through and he's been on the podium quite a few times this season and he's been doing really, really well. Yeah, it's going to be fun to see how we go into next week. Um, congrats uh, to Caden McGravy. Yes. He's yeah. sealed up the championship. He is the season three champion, but second, um, third, up yeah, second, I think might hold, but we got Zach Bowles at 88 points. Yep. But then Holden we got 75. Holton 75, Justin at 71, or one at 58. I am at 55. Mark Vickers at 54. I mean, we, we could have two and a three winner. Could, could it, things could change depending on who if somebody finishes. wins, takes the pole, leads the most laps, they can grab 28 points. And you look at Colton, who joined us last season in the final race, and he gave Chad Winstead quite a run. I mean, I think he finished only three seconds back of him. And Chad was dominant from beginning to end. And Colton gave him a good run. I, I think Colton's going to have a, you know, short of getting caught up in any incidents, I think Colton is going to have another strong run this week. And I think he's going to, could potentially shake up that top three. Yeah, a couple have what Colton and Justin Private shot at maybe taking second. Um, but there's still five drivers there for that third spot. Yeah, it's it's, it's you're gonna need go. to you're gonna need a top two probably in one of the in you know couple of the drivers to, to have bad finishes. But I want to go back to Bristol here real quick. I had probably my worst drive of the season. I just could not get any speed. I was tearing up my tires and I had to be conservative because I tore up my tires so quickly. I was awful, awful, but sometimes it's just better to be lucky than good. Uh, I avoided the big wrecks uh, and I somehow walked out of there in sixth place and I still don't know how that happened, but yeah, I mean, solid run. I had the speed and I was thinking I was maybe going to fight for a top three there, but I came off the wall or came off the turn, brushed the wall and ended up getting hit from behind. And I spun, I had to pit with the meatball. So I lost a couple laps. And then after the restart, same thing, I had a truck bounce off the wall, bumped into me and ended up spinning out again. I, I brushed the wall twice. Um, not, not terrible, but I mean, you could see in the, photo i posted on instagram last night the uh, left side of my truck was uh was pretty scratched up so but you know bristol if you come out of there with a clean <laughs> clean vehicle you, you didn't run on the track <laughs> that's right yeah, if your uh, or, truck was or, clean you probably or, didn't run yeah, hard enough. or or your name is colton garner somehow he managed to go uh you know zero incident count on at bristol and and have a strong run so you know again congratulations to colton season finale comes up uh, we'll be publishing the season four ARCA schedule this weekend to the, the league for discussion. And uh, we'll, we'll announce the final schedule next week, targeting a start after Labor Day and uh, looking forward to it. Yeah, and we'll have um, some recruiting races coming up, too. So hopefully cool. some people will come out and join us and check us out, see what we're about. Yep, we're going to have four recruiting races. We're going to jump right into them after next week. Uh, during our normal Wednesday night time slot, uh, you know, completely optional. Uh, but if you want to come in and, and race with us, please do. Uh, we, we'd love to have you. We had some really good 
recruiting races for the trucks. Uh, we had, I think, like 18 or 19 drivers for the one race. Let's Loved hope to... we don't have trolls this time. Yeah, let's let's you know, that was I mean, we had three recruiting races and one of them had trolls. So I guess one out of three is not bad. Yeah, we'll take that. So we got their names. We know who they are. now. <laughs> Indeed, we do. <laughs> On that note. I, I think, think it's, it's oh, time. oh, yeah. I, I so yeah. Let's wrap this up. No, no, we can't wrap up yet. Not quite yet. We we got the special Malort here with our shout out to Indy for the weekend. Yes, our, our Indianapolis or Indy 500 milk jug uh, shot glass filled with Malort. Oh, dear. All right. <laughs> here we go. Cheers. To, to season three. <laughs> so i'm not i'm not choking because of the malort no, I, I, going I, down my windpipe I, oh, that's a good cleanse for your lungs right there <laughs> so that's the look of a shot that goes down your windpipe don't let that be the taste of what you think it might be i I, you know, anyone who watched this is going to see what I did. I, I did not get the whole shot in one, one trip. I, I ended up getting about two thirds of it and having to get the third, the final third on a second swig. Uh, I got oh. the full one and that's why it went down the windpipe. Oh, that's fun. Ah, Jepson's Bullard. <laughs> and their bourbon is fantastic. Uh, yeah. Jepson's bourbon's fantastic. I, I still got to try the bourbon. Haven't ha- have been I, able to I, do that yet. Yeah, they they don't. It's not distributed. There's a couple places here you can get it in in Arizona, but um, I I have to make my way up to Mesa and uh and pick up another bottle because I'm I'm done with my first one. Yeah, yeah it's like I'm in central Indiana. I'll have to pick one up. I add to your local Total Wine. Yep. Well, on that note. Yeah. Now that my. Somebody told me that, like, when they tried Malort, that it tastes like the smell of pine cones. <laughs> like, what? Just, the taste doesn't bother me. It's the feeling of jet fuel going down through my stomach <laughs> is what I feel. And fun fact I, about I'm Jeff's the weird one. I like the taste. It's not bad. I The taste is fine. The aftertaste really hits hard. And it... <laughs> It really hits me hard. And I, I shared this photo the other day on my social media, but this, these wedding photos, the bride and groom, instead of doing a champagne toast, they did a shot of Malort. And I guess the bride had never done one before. And the photographer just got this perfect photo of her with making her Malort face. And she's just like, it's just, it's so funny, but. It'd be fun to see uh, whose idea that was. And if, the, if it was oh, his. It was, and... it was his. Because in their photo, we'll, we'll they, see how long the marriage lasts on that one. Yeah, well, and there's another, there's a wedding photo of the two of them, and and in their pose, she's holding a bottle of champagne, and he's holding the bottle of Malort. So <laughs> we salute you, sir. <laughs> Great call. Oh man! Congrats to you too. Yes, as well. congrats to the the married couple. And uh, to think, why didn't I think of this? We should have. I should have just bought bottles of Malort instead of champagne. That would have been hilarious. <laughs> Party favors. Hey, anyone getting married soon? Uh, invite me and I'll bring the Malort. 
on that note. Bring the wedding crashers. I haven't been to a wedding in a long time, but completely off topic. On that note, we're going to wrap this up. Check out the season finale Wednesday Night Dash next Wednesday, Phoenix Raceway, my now home, well, my my now home track. Um, should be interesting. Dog yeah, leg always always is a lot of fun. Will anybody take the shortcut? I just instinctively take the shortcut. I don't know if it helps me or not, but it's just it's there. I take it. I haven't done enough there. yet. I'm staying on track. I. I haven't tried it in a truck yet, so it might be a little that it's a little bumpy on re-entry. So I take it back. I did one lap earlier today trying it. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Yep. So tune in Wednesday night dash. Eric has the call on, on our channel yep. next week. Broadcast will be at 1015 on Stadium Scene TV, uh at stadium underscore scene on Instagram at stadium scene on, on Twitter or stadium scene.tv for the, the links to those channels. So be sure to check that out. Thank you for watching. Thank you for watching and listening to us again at FR Racing Online for all the social media and streaming channels, frracingonline.com. Check out our merchandise store. We got some cool stuff in there. And uh, we'll see you next week as we recap the finale. Yeah, thank you all. Take care.